0: Hi, uh, welcome to episode 4 of Messy Now, I'm actually delivering this to people Which is a a crazy concept for me So, thank you for joining In this episode, I'm giving advice to my younger self That I wish I could have just heard Affirmation-wise, all that kind of stuff That would have probably just helped me Help me with life, I guess Um, So, yeah, thank you again for listening And just yeah it gets messy guess who's back back again for episode four i'm not gonna carry on there's just no chance um so guess who's re-recording this because he listened to (laughs) the previous recording and the microphone was just not having it It was... My voice sounded like I was underwater. Um, And a wire wasn't plugged in properly. So... It's ten ten to one in the morning. And we're going again. We're going to re-record a whole half an hour one more time, guys. Uh, It's fine. Everything's fine. I do this for the love of it now. So... Right, welcome to episode four, I can't believe I'm doing this again, um, of messy, and I'm actually delivering this to an actual audience this time, I can't quite believe it, because I've actually started promoting this now, so thank you to everyone who's given me the positive feedback so far, it means a lot, um, I know I've said previously, I'm not doing this just for the views and like listeners, views, are you viewing this? No, for the listeners, um, but it's nice to know that i am giving people something to do i guess if like just as a distraction from their uni work or just something to listen to on a break at work or even just when they're chilling in their room like anywhere you are right now thank you so much for listening you're still making it worthwhile for me sit in my room (laughs) re-recording this again um so as i said last episode if you Kindly enough watched it. Uh not watched it, Zach. People are listening. Right. To those who listened to the last episode, um I said that I was gonna do an episode this time just to give advice to my younger self. Um and obviously I'm very aware that there's been some darker themes happening in the past previous podcasts. Um Obviously, I kind of use this as a way to, like, vent out everything that's been on my brain recently. It's quite a healthy mechanism for me to be using, I guess. Um, I'm... It's kind of working for me. Like, I can... It feels better when I post it. It's out there. People can digest it, listen to it. Hopefully, get something from it. Other than 21-year-old kid goes on a narcissistic rant for half an hour. Um kind of bringing people into what's happening in my world and can have a discussion on it now that I've promoted it, so maybe I'll do some questions that people can ask, I don't know what format I'm going for yet, um. but I um, have every intention of making it a bit more inclusive, ask people ideas on what they want me to talk about, everything like that, Um, because it might not surprise you to know I don't actually script these things out properly, um I just free I'm just going for it at this point. Just free fall at this point. So that's why things might repeat reloop round. Um and just be generally incoherent and messy um on brand. So yeah. So for the advice to my younger self, I kinda wanna start it off by talking about the butterfly effect. Um, which speaking metaphorically is talking about if a butterfly flaps its wings at a certain point at one side of the earth creates a hurricane at the other um basically meaning that um the smallest decisions um smallest like things carried out can have giant implications and giant like a giant impact like there was a simpsons episode on it i think where homer went back in time and trod on a bug and changed the course of the future. I say I don't know if time actually works like that. I saw Avengers End Game and it said time doesn't actually work like that, but I didn't understand their version of it. In my world, if too much about the past changes, it changes the future. That's what I'm sticking with here. Is that linear time? Sheldon Cooper. Is that correct? Someone's gotta know. Um. So yeah. So the whole concept of this when I was thinking about this episode was I wanted to give advice to my younger self but not reveal too much I think. I think younger me would want to know what would happen to me in the future but i purposely not tell young Zach because I do want to learn from me, you know? Um, and cause I'm going to try and keep things as hard as possible we're going to use Positive examples, no, not positive examples, <laughs> funny examples, let's say. So, would I tell myself that in Year A I'd pee myself in front of the whole class because I was too embarrassed to uh, ask to go to the toilet? No, because what did I learn after that? I learned ask to go to the toilet. <laughs> because, for some reason we had to ask to do the bare minimum, you know, just basic bodily needs, like venturing to the toilet um but I, I'm not going to raise that as a point I guess, I, I get that teachers need to know where the kids are going but do they? should they deserve the right to tell someone no? no, they shouldn't like, always say yes, fair enough if everyone's leaving at the same time, anyway we're not talking about that. We're talking about advice to my younger self. Um, so if time travel became a thing and I could go back um, and seeing myself wouldn't erase time as a concept and, like, Alice in Wonderland, the, like, what's that called? What's that film called? The uh, the glass thing. Yeah. Into the looking glass. Um, and it wouldn't turn the world into stone or whatever it was. Then I would... First, listen to my younger self, because I think I'd just find it funny at this point that my biggest life problems were having PE and food tech on the same day. I just think that'd be humorous that that was my biggest life problem back then. Like, though it was a huge thing. Imagine having a backpack, PE kit, and a bag full of ingredients like at school that I'd asked my mum to buy the day before like I was absolutely that kid who would come down at 7 30 p.m and be like by the way I'm making an apple crumble at school tomorrow so if you could just get me the ingredients that would be fab um yeah I was that kid so yeah I'd listen to my younger self at first I guess just not in a way to mock my... Because I? I, at the time there were genuine problems that I was had every right to be stressed about, I guess. Um, but I guess my method of coping back then... I can't tell if it's just that I've been out of that mindset for so long. But I found it so easy to repress it all. And I would like to know if... That helped, because if I reminded myself of the things I had blocked out of my head, then maybe it'd be the case of realizing, "Oh my God, that was not okay, like you need to do something about that or that or anything like that, because there was a lot of shit that I took in high school particularly um that I just sat there and took from students from teachers. Family, if you're listening to this, you know exactly which one specific teacher I'm talking about, who I just did not get along very well with. Um, if you need more advice, she was a physics teacher. Anyway. um, So, yeah. That, that happened. Um, I tell myself to take a lot less shit, basically. That would be the main life goal. Um, If I just hadn't tolerated people's bullshit. But... As you hit high school, you're at the beautiful age of 11. um, Where you think that everyone's judging you all the time. The anxiety creeps in. You realise you're in a fresh new environment. And in year six, I was very much athletic. I... You wouldn't believe it now. I was very popular. um, And... I was the one who was the best at long distance running kind of thing and um, always won those races and it was like it was great for me kind of thing it was I was like I'm being appreciated or well, I just want to be appreciated that's all um but I don't know what happened in the 6 weeks between year 6 and year 7 but someone flicked a switch and I hated PE it was like someone told me that full contact rugby happens in year seven and rock climbing happens and messed up gymnastics where the teachers made us climb on each other happened. Bearing in mind, I'm also going through some changes, you know, I'm 11 years old, I'm, I'm growing. I'm not four foot anymore. I'm turning into the six foot lanky giant I am right now. So, yeah um happy one i am by the way for me is one i am just just in case you're wondering why i'm going to get more drony and rambly but yeah so PE was really the defining point where i realized that high school was kind of like a slippery slope downwards for me um because i was just not athletically inclined i was the only one who had gone from top set pe to second set pe um Because they had too many music lessons, and for those of you unfortunate enough to know what an oboe sounds like, oh my god, it was nothing to be proud of playing. I I couldn't choose a flute, something more delicate, or couldn't play piano, something I would love to know how to do now. I had to play the duck quacking ass machine, like, it was just a horrific noise. And for someone who didn't practice it at all, like, my music teacher would like say, uh, learn Hot Cross Buns next week, and I'd show up next week being like what's G sharp? like, I was that, <laughs> I was that kind of kid um, so I, you're not listening to this music teacher, but I'm just putting this out into the universe, I'm sorry to put you through that every Friday I know very much that you did not like me and I knew that you know, like, I only took those lessons to get out of PE, um but I did it that much that I went down a set. And this was in year eight that I went down a set. Um, Things were okay, like, in second set. But there were still people who... You know when you get the people who are in the popular crowd and then you get the people who are desperately trying to be in the popular cl- crowd? They're in the second set. People who were not athletic at all, but got their kicks and their uh, own validation from... Basically taking the piss out of you. So, um if you're listening to me right now and you knew you were one of those people how did those GCSE grades come along, huh? <laughs> Not great? Yeah, I thought so. Um <laughs> I'm at university. I mean you probably are too. I I don't you know you know what, I hold no hate against you. I guess you're probably repressing enough guilt of your own. But yeah, i I just wish that I could have told myself to not deal with your shit, um but sadly, I took it and um was forced to play football um maybe I do have a decent build for football, but I was always put in goal because I was tall, I was six foot at this point, um in like year nine or whatever, and This is when the creeping in of, like, me realizing I was gay came in. And I told these kids, I am not a goalkeeper. I don't want to play football. Just let me stand there. I won't be a hassle to you. I would just step out the way because I'm going to be a liability. But no, I had to go and goal. And heaven forbid I let a ball in and people came up to me asking what the hell I was doing um sorry but i told you i you were warned i was not here to play football i was great at um trampolining go figure you know probably like it it didn't require any coordination really apart from staying on the trampoline but that wasn't really that difficult and i had a trampoline in my back garden at this point that was a great birthday pre- um, christmas present so Yeah, the main takeaway was, um, just PE, not participating in PE is, um, gonna make you the non-popular kid, but also you are equally as interesting, if not more interesting, than people who made their only personality trait, the fact that they liked... Football. I don't know what they were into. Oh, I know what they were into. They were into chinos and the, the like. Rihanna t-shirt. You know, with her red hair. <laughs> that was a phase that everyone went through, me included. I wore those tan chinos. Um, I, th- I wish I could go and tell myself, Zach, that is not a look. Actually, it's not. Not the one. Um, yeah. Because for some reason I just followed with every trend. Wore the chinos. Wore the um, Converse. Sidebag and everything. Just do your thing. Because I don't know what happened to me in year 7. But I'm grateful that this is not a visual podcast. Because um, I'd be displaying the haircut I had in year 7. And mum, I know you tried to... Go with what I wanted, and I explicitly said zaka Efron as Troy bolton in High School Musical One. Um, regret really, yeah, because I had some weird ass haircut that was adamant, looked good on me, um, and it didn't, it really, really didn't. Um, everyone was spiking their hair up at this point, and there I was, rocking the mop, but. Yeah, so I was just not athletically inclined um, until maybe this year again, where I obviously did that fundraising thing for Mind and raised, um, thanks to what, most of the people listening right now, £178 um, for a mental health charity, which, as you know, is near and dear to me, helped me through some crappy stuff. So it feels good to... Um, know people willing to support me enough to donate for something so worthwhile, like it means a lot. So yeah. But as I said in year nine, this is when the realisation of me being gay started to creep in. Um I'd already I mean I already knew I wanted to be a meteorologist from like such a young age because my dad maybe watch um a film that was released 25 years ago like 3 days ago called Twister um, with Bill Paxton in it and all, stu- all that kind of stuff um, and that's when I kind of realised that I wanted to be a meteorologist Um I'll always thank my nan for that um, may she rest in peace so yeah that's the one of the reasons I um, wish she could see me now because I've obviously pursued that meteorology dream with her in mind every day and uh, yeah because I took environmental science in year nine and drama, go <laughs> figure. And I was just following every stereotype I could at this point. Um, I don't know how the concept of me being gay didn't creep in sooner. Um, I mean, it was always at the back of my mind, I guess. Um, but I was in school productions. I t- I would obviously learn an instrument. Um, well, I say learn an instrument. Blew through an instrument. With the wrong notes. There we go, that's more accurate. Um, I was just following every archetype, really. Um, But not because I wanted to feel more included into a community, but it was stuff I was genuinely interested in at the time. Um, Maybe to people's dismay that I wasn't into football, but, I mean, I'm not into drama or playing music now either. I am into the hard sciences, love maths, you know? I'm one of those people. (laughs) So, yeah i literally send people a photo of an equation because it looks sexy. Like, this sexy equation. Despite me repressing uni work for long enough um, and hiding away from it, I'm actually getting back into it now. Back in the swing of things. Uh, have deadlines in a week, but I have prepped all that kind of, like, knowledge, just ready to submit it, so I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. Um, and my exams are in a week as well, and then I'm done with this year of uni, and this this has been a rollercoaster of shit, I wish I could just tell myself that my 21st birthday, don't get your hopes up, because you're not going to be able to go to any clubs until, um, 21st of June touch wood, um for any of it because, yeah shit's going to get crazy, because these microscopic viruses are going to fuck shit up, really (laughs) so yeah, um but I came out in year 9. Was it year 9? No, it was year 10. Um, in my coursework class for computer science. So I was 15 years old. And I texted my mum letting her know that I was bisexual. I'm going to give you a second to process this. I said I was bisexual. If any of you know me, <laughs> that's not the case. I am a 100% certified homosexual um so I would go back to 15 year olds I can say just tell them you're gay um they know because the reply that my mum gave me was Zach I know um but it was a weight lifted it was like of course they know like come on now who are you trying to fool um you do, It's like it's very fairly obvious at this point. You were already in like school productions and music shows. It's kind. Of, you know, um. Not saying that stereotypes are a good thing, but they're pretty helpful in setting someone out until they tell the actual truth. So yeah, I would tell myself your family have already figured it out. They're gonna be accepting. Just tell them, um. Because if I remember rightly, I told them after. Uh, during a computer science coursework class um, and went home listening to Hello by Adele. It was a very symbolic moment for me. It was like, hello from the other side. Hello from the other side of the spectrum of sexuality. Um, Just welcome to the shit show of uh, being outed at school and people saying, oh my God, I need a gay best friend. Um, Because I would tell myself, you are no one's gay best friend. You are not an item. You are someone's... You're not someone's like pet kind of thing. Um, Being gay is not the only interesting thing about you. And there is no need to hate yourself for being gay just because you've heard people yell homophobic things for the next last three years and for the next few years in the future. Um, Like you you knew full well then that they were just gonna flunk their GCSEs and just because they were in the high set impede didn't mean that they were in a high set for uh, anything worthwhile so yeah and I'm not saying that bad grades are directly proportional to being a bad person I'm not saying anything like that but if these people focused a little bit more on being decent human beings and their schoolwork then maybe Maybe they'd be a bit better off in their life right now That's just an observation Maybe biased on the fact that they've probably ruined a few years of my life But I'm not holding that grudge I am ranting about it at ten past one in the morning But I don't hold a grudge Not me That could not be me So Yeah, like I said I wouldn't change anything I would just Advise me To deal with things in different ways um call teachers out on their crap when you didn't believe that what they were saying was completely fair um when teachers doubted you um telling you a little telling young Zach a little bit more that um they're doubting you maybe to motivate you but that doesn't mean it's okay um you should never feel doubted by any teachers. You should never be let down. That is simply not their job. Um, to have an opinion. On your future. They are there to teach. They are not a toilet monitor. They are not there to shed any information. On your future. You leave school. You're not the responsibility. So they are paid to teach you. And seeing things from a world. Where I'm like employed. um, Kind of thing. It's even more apparent now, like, I understand they are criminally underpaid, because, like, they're the people making people doctors, and all this kind of stuff, um, but does that warrant them to force a kid to do rugby when they're clearly uncomfortable? Or stare at a child having a panic attack and be like, eh, like, or put a, oh my god, put a wet paper towel on a cut, like, is this some kind of trick we're missing out on, is this, is this the cure, is this the cure for coronavirus, you just put a wet paper towel on it, it'll go, it's fine, maybe, but yeah, so those are the things like that I've done in my life that I regret, like, stupid purchases, I had an older iPad, and I lost my pencil for it, like, an Apple pencil for it, so I bought the second generation apple pencil that wasn't compatible with the ipad that i had at the time so instead of just returning this apple pencil like a human being i just bought the ipad that was compatible with it i don't know why but i would advise myself save money from an earlier age stop buying stupid things like do you need two ipads oh my god he says knocking his ipad off the table um sorry to the iPhone <laughs> users i've just closed a tab of uni work i had up it's fine it's fine i have just woke you all up in case i was rambling on a bit too much but yeah um maybe i did need the second ipad because that one nearly broke anyway just advise myself just think twice about your money situation, how much your income's going to be before you buy shit that you don't really need. I mean, like, at first, like, this microphone was not a necessary purchase, and I looked at it gathering dust, and I'm like, what do I do with this now that I've got it? But now I've got a great coping mechanism, which is forcing people to listen to my crap and making them think I've got problems. <laughs> I don't have... I'm fine. I'm clinically saying, I promise. I mean, I say clinically sane like I've been diagnosed sane. Um, I've just not been diagnosed insane, really. I'm just about doing bare minimum to be classed as sane at this point. Somewhat functioning adult, that's what I am. So, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't tell myself to steer clear of guys, even the guys I've spoken to this year, that have like, maybe screwed me over or... That I might have walked away from, but now I'm reunited with. In a way, I live with the gre- regrets of doing that, but it makes the attachment I have to the people back in my life and uh, that have come back into my life stronger. It's made me realise that right now, maybe I'm not in a stable enough mindset um, to pursue anything serious, um, but that's fine, like, maybe in a few months' time, I'll tell myself, no, you were not, um, because when the clubs reopened, you wanted the freedom to just, like, not have anyone dependent, not dependent, but, like, anyone concerned about what you're doing kind of thing, obviously, other than your family, but they're doing that all the time, like, they probably during the day they're like oh i wonder what zach's doing when i'm just eating a bag of doritos at 2 a 2 p.m after just recently waking up kind of thing it's like nothing really exciting's happening up here um but yeah i would just i wouldn't tell myself to not do anything i would just like i said teach myself to process it better and make better choices um but in the same sense i wouldn't be like oh don't date this person he's going to do this i'd be like listen to this person's intentions understand them um because you're about to learn a lot of red flags so please stop tolerating them and stop settling for the bare minimum Um, because i realized from the age of 11 i've been settling for the bare minimum from friends um taking a lot of crap from friends um i mean i've been very lucky with my family it's not like i've just had to sit there and take any of their crap like they've been like my rock from day one but friends obviously they come and go but i have made closer bonds with people i've known for a couple of years kind of thing and i know these are gonna be my friends for life so the people you have in high school it's not quality. I mean it's not quantity, it's quantity. What? It's not quantity, it's quality. Yeah, there we go. Because I was so obsessed with surrounding myself in friends though, rather than having good friends, like a few good friends. Um so yeah. What else would I tell myself? I'd tell myself, um don't worry about course like subjects like German. Um, keep messing about in them as much as you did, because I can just count, just about count to twenty in German. That's all I remember. And like hello, that I mean, but that's just hello with an A. Like, I just I don't use that anymore. Um, I think it's good that people are taught other languages, all that kind of stuff. Did you just hear a saliva in my throat? I keep doing the ASMR thing without meaning to. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. There's not much I'd change about my life. Because as I've said before. I'm very thankful for having gone through it all. Would I be sat here ranting right now. If I hadn't gone through it all? No. I'd probably be. Entering another toxic relationship. Or still in the same one kind of thing. It's not great. I wouldn't wouldn't even want to consider it actually. It's not even worth thinking about. So. I would just give the advice I've already said listen to my younger self giggle at the fact that my biggest life problems was like acne um because I would actually tell myself you are going to suffer with acne until maybe 18 or 19 and that is just because of hormones love you can clean your skin all you want um it's not gonna do anything really it might get rid of some of the redness but you are gonna be spotty as hell um don't get me wrong I still get spots now um, and I tell myself you still get spots now but you love them they are on your face and if anyone has a problem with them then you I mean you know exactly where they can go um, and take their opinion so yeah it's just I wish I could embed the principle of not giving a damn about people, into Younger Zach's head, and not tolerating crap um, into not only my head but all my friends' heads now, um, because none of them deserve the bare minimum, um, and everyone's been guilty of settling for that once or twice in their life. Like even the people listening to this right now, like you are have settled for bare minimum once or twice and maybe you've learnt from it um maybe you don't even know you are being given the bare minimum right now but um yeah and I used to take the phrase it gets better with a pinch of salt I've still yet to see the better side of it but um I guess I just tell myself progress is slow um realizing you need help isn't step one it's step 5,000 um, because realising you need help, realising you calling the doctors, realising that you've, like, s- saw a therapist is, like, it's not a beginning kind of thing of getting better. It's, like, the middle part and maybe even further than that. So, because I used to beat myself up for being, like, oh, I've had it get on for so long and now I'm only just reaching for help, but look at you now. You're a plant dad, um, I'm giving everyone, I'm gonna give you all a Vera and uh, Veronica update every episode, I think. So Vera, the aloe vera plant is, she's a, she's thriving I think, um, she's a bit droopy, but I don't know if that's just because aloe veras are heavy. The soil is like, I mean, it's dry at the top, but it gets wet further down. So I assume she's satisfied for now veronica the succulent she's good too she started to get red around the edge of her leaves and i googled what that meant and apparently she's stressed that means she's stressed um so it's great to know that i radiate so much stressy energy that even my plants (laughs) have caught it now um but i i like the candor so hopefully she enjoys the ambiance that they create um maybe who knows I mean, I have a lovely wax melt for her. Hopefully she enjoys that. But, yeah, she's stressed, apparently, but there's nothing I can do about that. Um, I'd sing to it, but as I've said, I can't carry her now. Maybe I'd just... Maybe she'd just immediately wilt in front of my eyes. But um, I'm going to get more plants soon. Hopefully. They are all going to start with a letter V. Um, But I don't know which name should be next like maybe I need to see it or maybe you guys should name it for me I need a name that starts with V um, and I'll let you choose the next one I guess yeah do that Um, I'll put a poll up or something I don't know I'm, I've got no plans to do anything after this other than sleep so maybe we'll get there with the whole interactive part of this and bringing you into the loop maybe a little bit more suggesting episodes and stuff Um, but like I said I was doing this for myself originally so I kind of just want to keep it just circulating around things that I want to talk about at the time Um, but next episode I'm going to start talking about the lighter side of life and things that are happier more positive things that make me smile things that make me happy nothing soppy hopefully comes up just some good news that's happening in the world because I feel like we're at that last little push of COVID where we could just do with a little kickstart just to get us hyped for that so yeah thank you for listening to this um it was a bit more structured because i've already spoken through all of this once but it is you know what it's still got messy bye (laughs) and i'm going to sleep right okay got messy